your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Hello, I'm Catherine, your host of this amazing variety show, Your Positive Imprint. My mission is to bring those inspiring global positive achievements to you and also help you to identify and set forth your own positive actions. Get inspired, Your Positive Imprint. What's your PI? Today's episode is a bonus episode to bring you more information about IDM. I featured IDM and the Penguin Chill along with Allison Zahn, who's with the New Mexico Biopark Society, on the full episode this week. IDM is a global company, but located right here in my own community of New Mexico. IDM was founded in 1999, and their products are found across the continents. Some of those touch tables are used in the aerospace industry, and some of those well-known agencies are Canadian Space Agency, German Aerospace Center, National Space Center in the United Kingdom, NASA, and many others. Schools and universities in Norway, United States, Hong Kong, Ecuador, and many others are also clients. IDM products are also found in multi-billion dollar corporations like Amazon and Facebook, and the list goes on and on into museums, libraries across the globe. The most recent educational technology masterpiece may be found at the now worldwide known Penguin Chill. But what impresses me more is that IDM strives to produce innovative high-quality products that inspire visitor experiences while still respecting the value and ideas of their clients' background and culture. IDM's Becky Hansis O'Neill shares more insights on IDM, how to start the process if you or your business is interested in IDM's products. But now Becky shares IDM's global positive imprints. I have my guest here, Becky Hansis O'Neill from IDM, and she is the Director of Creative Services. You have already heard her with regard to the Penguin Chill, but we're going to learn a little bit more about IDM and their worldwide efforts to bring innovation. Becky, thank you. You're for, very welcome. Yeah, I'm, I, IDM is just doing so much. So when I, I wanted you to kind of elaborate on some of these worldwide exhibits, or do we call it exhibits? We don't call it exhibits. Displays. No, well, we use a lot of those words interchangeably, exhibits, displays. Okay. So you're totally cool to call them exhibits. Great, thank you, because I want to get the terminology right. Talk about this World War II museum with regard to Bob Hope, and where is that? Yeah, so the World War II Museum is in New Orleans in Louisiana. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. It's one of the best museums I've visited. Um, and we've done a couple different exhibits for them. So some of the most recent ones we've done are um, an exhibit on Bob Hope. So in this exhibit, you're able to explore a couple of his different USO tours, hear sound clips, media, descriptions and artifacts, all on one of our displays, one of our tables. And that one is really cool. So there's two ways to use it. One is you can tap on different parts of the map, and, and that's, that's pretty, that's cool, that's traditional. But you can, and is it a map like of United States or World War II with all of... So one is, the map says the Pacific Theater, okay. and showing his tour okay. around the Pacific Theater, and then another is Europe and uh, England based. Okay. So. 
So you can navigate that by touch, but you can also flip a switch, like flip a, to a, an object mode. And we have these little objects, we call them tangibles, and there's little airplanes inside. So you can move his airplane to the different stops to learn more oh, about them. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's Bob Hope. And that exhibit isn't, that was um, a temporary exhibit, so that one's not on exhibition anymore. Our most recent exhibit. Is it a traveling one? Not currently. They may do something like that in the future, but I'm not sure. So, so where is it housed? Right now, I'm, I'm not sure where the museum has it. Right oh, so so the museum, it's theirs. You don't have to, because they paid for it. So whatever they do with it. So can they ever change the components in it and change out Bob Hope's wartime USA, USO tours? Yeah, so we do that client by client. So some clients um, ask for that and they, they pay a little extra and we build something called the content management system and they can swap content as they okay. need to. Other clients don't request that. They say, nope, it's good. We'll call you if we ever need to change it and we'll do a new project. Um, I don't remember exactly which Bob Hope went with, but um, so we can do it both ways. So we recently did a couple exhibitions, but we'll focus on one for the Clayton's Children Museum by Sherwell. So we just call that the Sherwell for short. Um, and where is this located? It's in Santa Monica, California. Okay. Uh, this museum has tons of wonderful interactives. They call it a children's museum, but I've seen a whole bunch of of them and I would play with them. So I think it'd be fun for everybody. But one of the really cool exhibits we did for them is called In Tune with Nature. So it's a little room and there's three walls in this room and they're all projected. Um, and we did custom art and animations. So it looks like you're in a little meadow. Uh, it's loosely based on the Ozarks. And if you're quiet and you sit there in a nice contemplative way, there's motion sensors and they know you're still in quiet. When you're quiet, monarch butterflies congregate around you. And then when oh, you move, they, awesome. they fly away. <laughs> so the hope with this exhibit was to really, you don't expect this in a children's museum, the space where you're going to calm down, you're going to be <laughs> meditative. And some kids do that. Others right. chase the butterflies all right, over. So right. it just, it depends. A couple other cool things in that exhibit is the day-night cycle. So it's constantly going through sunset and sunrise. There's fireflies, there's really wonderful ambient sound that uh, one of our sound designers went through and got bird calls and all kinds of great things. There's a little bullfrog in there. So there's all kinds of wonderful little Easter eggs and it's this way to contemplate in this hyper beautiful naturalistic environment. This hey, we're not always addicted to our phones. Technology can actually help us slow down and even enjoy something like nature even if you're in the middle of downtown like Santa Monica. Wow, well, on the website, that just looks like a place I could just sit. Mm -hmm. That is definitely something for me to just go and, and, and I think the education part is awesome because then the kids can actually see the sunrise, the sunset. And there's, uh, there's milkweed in there for the monarchs, too. I forgot about that little tidbit. So they'll actually stop and nectar on the milkweed as part of their animation cycle. So there obviously is research that's done in there. Who does the, the biological research? So I usually end up consulting a, a lot on that, and we just hired another project coordinator that has a, um, an environmental education background. And you also have a biology background, right? Yeah, so I have a master's in biology, and before IDM I was working as an educator at a natural history museum, and my specialty doing my master's was in vertebrates. So I, I studied a specific kind of beetle, but... At the museum, I started um, a little monarch monitoring program. And uh, so a lot of times when the staff have questions about environment or what plants to use, how should the animals look and behave, they'll come ask me. Well, I think that's an absolute wonderful resource to have you 
and putting together these so they're actually realistic. Mm-hmm. And I did less on this one than you would think. The staff really did just a wonderful job. I, I think all I did was like this species of milkweed. Let me see your butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it was. They just did a great job. Okay. And then you have something on synagogues worldwide. Yeah, so this is for the Sherwin-Miller Museum of Jewish Art, and um, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So there's a gentleman there who has spent his life taking high-resolution photography of synagogues all over the world, and a lot of these are actually 360-degree panoramas. So this exhibit allows you to go through, gosh, I think it's like hundreds and hundreds of pictures of all these different synagogues, and it tells you about the architectural style and a little bit of the history of the synagogue. So it's just this wonderful culmination of his life's work. And his name is uh, Lewis Davidson. The photographer. Mm -hmm. Okay. There was so much on the website. I know we can't talk about all of it, but... At the National Cowgirl uh, Museum and Hall of Fame. So... And where is that? That is in Texas, and I think that's in Fort Worth. And I was not directly supervising or involved in this project, but I can tell you a lot about it. I saw all the testing and everything. So for that exhibit, you can pick sort of a classic Western object or artifact, like a a boot or a horse, and you can design it. You can add a bunch of designs. Oh, that'd be fun. (laughs) Yeah, so you can add embroidery, embroidery to your boot in different patterns and different colors, and just the permeations, the number of them, of all the different designs you can make is insane. You could spend a lot of time there. But what's really great about this exhibit, and it actually surprised me seeing it in action, is you have a touch table where you're doing all your design work and there's a really large projection wall behind you. And there's all these beautiful animations of different designs and colors. A lot of them look like watercolor that come up. And those change based on what you're picking on your design. Oh, interesting. So you and, and two people can do this at once. So you and the person next to you are actually creating this big animation. And the relationship isn't one-to-one. Just because I pick a star doesn't mean a star comes up. It's a little more subtle. So it's just enough that people really, they can tell that what they're doing is affecting the projection, but it's not, it's not so direct that they know 100% exactly why. So people spend a lot of time changing their designs and then looking at the wall behind them. And it's really great for generating discussion about designs, art, as well as just looking really beautiful. It's a wonderful centerpiece. You know, tell me a little bit of the history. When did IDM come into being? Because I haven't even asked that. I don't know. So we were founded uh, by Jim Spadassini and um, Angela Arzave. So those are the two owners. They're also married. Okay. (laughs) Um, And Jim and Angela started the company in California. This year's our 20-year anniversary, Oh, congratulations. They came out here in the Southwest for a project and fell in love with it. So they moved the company all the way to Corrales, New Mexico, and we've been here... Ooh, it's a little over 10 years, I think. Can the public visit it? Is it? So since we're a private business, we're not open for walk-ins. Okay. But if there is someone who's interested, like podcasts, like what you're doing, or they're interested in a tour or project or anything like that, uh, we also occasionally host school groups that want to come see the company. So we can schedule something and they can contact us through information or sales on the website. Okay. And I know you have international clients. You have some in Norway, you have some in Australia. Of course, NASA, they're not international, but you also have NASA. Mm -hmm. What often happens with international is that they buy our hardware because the hardware is just so awesome, and then they'll develop software with a European company or an Australian company or do it in-house. Once in a a blue moon, we'll we'll do the whole thing internationally. 
So what they're usually doing, like uh, I see we've got, so we're looking at a list for those of you that are listening of some of our international clients. So we get a lot of schools and university, like Norway, Hong Kong, and usually they're purchasing our hardware and then they're doing whatever they want with it because our custom hardware, they're Windows PCs. So you can make your own software, you can run a Windows program on them, so you don't have to come to us necessarily. But going to you, they would get the innovative parts Mm -hmm. through the hardware. Then they go and they set up the software and they build their own display. Yep, we get that all the time. Well, that that actually, because I can't see some of these, some of these displays are huge. You know, I can't see, I mean, that's a... A feat to just get that overseas yep but obviously they can build it because they have well that that is so interesting and what else about and by the way I have so many listeners in Norway so yes <laughs> there are some of IDM hardware over at your university one international project we did actually the exhibit ended up in a science center in Turkey and that was with Exploratorium Global Studios so we went in with a partner and I'm going to try to say it, I believe it's the Kayseri Science Center. <laughs> and what this exhibit is, is there's fabricated telescopes. And when you look into them, you can see different stars. Uh, there's an accompanying, accompanying tablet um, with these as well. And what this mimics is looking at the um, color spectrum that that star emits. So I vaguely like remember doing this in chemistry, where you can tell <laughs> what kind of gases or elements are present in something by doing mass spectroscopy. So this mimics that spectroscopy um, activity, so you have to try to identify the star you're looking at based on spectral patterns and things like that. Oh, and that is out in Turkey. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's fun. Are you ever going to go out and look at your display? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If I had the opportunity, I think I would like to see that one out in the wild. (laughs) I think so too. I think that would be fun. Thank you so much, Becky, for your positive imprint everything that you do and everything that your company IDM is doing. I appreciate that you came on for this bonus episode to help us understand IDM a little bit better. Well, thank you, and you're very welcome. Wow, IDM is awesome. Well, next Monday, I continue my technology and farming series with a farmer in Europe. Music by Chris Knoll. Check him out at chrisknoll.com, C-H-R-I-S-N-O-L-E. He has new music that he's composed, and it's available on Spotify and other music platforms. Head over to my website and sign up for your email updates, yourpositiveimprint.com. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Post comments on my website, write positive reviews at Apple Podcasts or your positive... (laughs) Write positive reviews at Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform that supports reviews. Also, please hit those five stars. Follow me or subscribe to this free podcast, Your Positive Imprint. What's your P.I.?